Welcome to the Healthy Body Podcast. My name is Brianna Wilkerson, and I am your host. I'm a holistic health and life coach, essential oils advocate, and a CrossFit level one trainer. But most of all, I am a woman on a mission to get a healthy body that I love and I'm proud of and help women do the same. Because ladies, guess what? For far too long have we fallen victim to this dieting cycle that promises us short-term gain with no long-term results. But I'm here to say that if you are on it also would love to overcome yo-yo dieting, honor your body and get a healthy body you love and you're proud of, I'm here to do it with you. Through establishing simple habits in your nutrition and nourishment, your exercise through movement, your stress management through relaxing, sleep through resting, uh, digestion through processing, toxic load through cleansing, and rewriting your mindset and beliefs through appropriate mindset and habits, we can journey together to help you move from a place of shame to a place of honor with your body and get a healthy body you love and you're proud of. So through this podcast, through my Healthy Body Resource Library, my challenge, my private community, and my coaching courses and programs, I help women do that. I help women really come to a place where they love and honor their body in a healthy, sustainable way. So I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad you landed on this podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And be sure to let me know what you think because this podcast is all about you. All right, so before we get on to the next podcast uh, episode, listen to today's sponsor. This episode is sponsored by my Balancing Your Hormones Naturally Masterclass. This is going to be a free masterclass on October 15th, 2019, where you will be able to learn how you can balance your hormones naturally, sustainably, in order so that you can lose weight and reclaim your health for good. We'll talk about practical steps, what hormones are, how they easily get in balance, and how you can change your lifestyle, as well as use things such as essential oils to help you balance them. All right, so all you got to do is go to madewall345.com slash hormones, madewall345 com slash hormones. You'll get all the details there and the link to sign up. All right, now it is time for today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Healthy Body Podcast. I am Brianna Wilkerson, your host, and today I'm just so excited to continue our series talking about hormones in particular, since this is a podcast for women, by women. Uh, we're going to talk about the female hormones and the different parts of actually the women's reproductive system that uh, maybe is not seen in this as a beautiful way as it should have been. So uh, today I have with me Denise Hilton, and she is going to share a little bit about her heart around this period bypassing the work that she does as a doctor of oriental medicine and more. So thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you so much, Brianna, for having me. Of course. So glad we got connected. I think it was in a, in a Facebook group, but then you know someone. Yeah. So it's, the world is really small. Um, but I would just love if you could just start with just sharing who you are, kind of what you do, the work you do with women in um, periods and, and menstrual cycle and all of that. And then we'll get into a little bit about period bypassing. Yeah, sure. Um, I can totally do that. <laughs> um, I mean, who I am is actually like a culmination. This is what I believe for everybody, right? So like who, who I am today is a culmination of things that have happened in the past and really learning my lessons from those and bringing them together, like the light of all of them um, together into how it is that I present today. Um, so a little bit as far as how it is that I came into menstrual health was actually some of my own, like not realizing that I played a role in it. Um, with 
me having irregular cycles in the sense that they were painful. Um, and then just kind of a, accepting like, okay, well, this is what's going to happen for these few days. At least that's what I was told and what I was taught. Um, and then to go off to college and, okay, while well, you're going off to college, things can happen. Uh, we want to put you on birth control. Um, what? All right, fine. Whatever. Get off my back. Uh, what are the options? Um, down to all of a sudden, like, okay, you got a breast tumor and you're a teenager and like, wait, what? Now I got to go back for another surgery um, because the tumor had spread. So then now you fast forward years later, I'm in grad school. And it, I, to me, that's when things like really turned um, as far as my perspective shifted like huge. And so now I'm in grad school studying Eastern medicine. And that's when I learned that all the things that I was originally taught that were healthy and, and whatnot, um, or normal, I should say, were actually not signs of health. So here I am being trained as this physician where we're looking for the very same things that we grew up with um, as it's fine, it's okay, last few days, that all of a sudden they're telling us, no, those are signs of pathology. And so then I'm like, what? Like, just mind blown. Like, are you kidding me? Um, and so I graduated and focused more, even as an intern, I was focusing more on women's health at that time and then just really went in on it when I graduated. Um, and as I graduated, I started noticing other issues <laughs> where I was like, okay, now I'm marketing to get patients and stuff. Like, but I'm realizing that even though I'm comfortable talking aloud, like saying, yeah, I help women with their menstrual cycles, like women were whispering to me in public and, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to whisper because you're whispering. But then it really made my mind just kind of like wander, like, why are we whispering about this? Like, what's the issue? Um, and so just over the years, I've picked up on some things where it's, to me, I felt like it's beyond, it's beyond talking about the menstrual cycle. Like it's actually the, it's actually the presentation of her. Like it's the, confidence that she is waning on or it's the esteem it's the body awareness that isn't happening um it's like the feeling fragmented because you're not even taught or told about this key central part of yourself and it just shows up in other areas of her life and so it's like my practice transformed from okay we're going to be doing needles and uh doing custom herb formulas and supplements and and that's a part of it, but it really grew in the sense of like, no, how can I really hold this space for her to feel like I can actually be who I am and authentically be who I am and just hold that as she evolves? Um, and we use the menstrual cycle as a guide. So if things start straying, then the menstrual cycle is going to show it at different points. And then it's kind of like this helping, helping her to come home to herself and through the menstrual cycle. Uh, and that's just how it like has totally developed into, into now, like who I am and then what it is that I do and, and helping women as it pertains to menstrual health. And I mean, with menstrual health, it's hormonal health as well. Yeah, I, I mean, I love this. I'm, I'm currently listening to a book. You maybe heard of it, Wild Power. And I, I forgot the author's Alexandra. It's co-authored by two women, the founders of Red School, I think in the UK. Uh, yeah. yeah, and it, it, it sounds similar to what you're saying is that like 
by, by us breaking um, um, our tie with the menstrual cycle, whether, whether because someone taught us that uh, or because we chose to do that and seeing it as, you know, not a part of really who we are, not necessary to our health, not necessary to even what it means to be a woman. And uh, we are, we are actually fragmenting part of our identity, fragmenting a part of our being. And so I just loved how you talked about, you know, using the menstrual cycle as a guide to helping us come home to ourselves. Cause it, it kind of reminds me of what they're saying um, with wild power. And it's just powerful that you even have your own story with this. Like, you know, be, being told I, I had PCOS when I was, I think I had PCOS. I don't know actually anymore. Um, but uh, I, I, you know, I wasn't eating enough fats and this was my part of my story where I was, uh, I, I wasn't, it was, I had a broken relationship with my body. So I wasn't eating enough and exercising a lot. And so I wasn't eating a lot of fat. So I didn't get my period. And I think one of the first things was like, yeah, change your diet. But they're like, here, go on the birth control to regulate your period. And I'm like, wait, what? And so I kind of like, was like, okay, maybe I'll try it. Then I'm like, I'm just going to forget this. This is stupid. I don't even know what's going on in my body, but I know that this isn't going to fix it. But it's the similar concept where like, um, I think particularly with our bodies or in Western medicine, or even with the period, it's like, it's, it, we're just trying to treat it versus listening to it. Like, what is it trying to tell us? Yeah. About our body, about our life or about our health. And it's just fascinating that when you went to study Oriental medicine, Eastern medicine, they're like, oh no, this is a sign of pathology. And you're like, what? Oh, wait, what? I got to listen to this now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't that was, I'm telling you, that was totally me. Like, I'm sitting there going, wait a second. Uh, um, what? Like, okay, so cheese stagnation, like blood stasis, like what? And then, oh, and I mean, and this goes for other conditions, right? Like in, in the West that you would hear, say, like hypertension. But then if you were to go in to see an Eastern medicine doctor, like just hypertension alone, like you saying that, it's like, oh, okay right? But we still assess from our perspective. And there are a number of different diagnoses that we can come up with just for one, like what you, what in the West they would say is hypertension. And so it's like, it shows that it, that it really can look at like, where is it coming from? Like it's that root issue versus what we would call like the branch issue. And I've just, it's like, okay, I realized like in the beginning, you know, like I am helping these women. I'm so excited that, you know, getting texts like this is the best period I've had in 30 years. It's like, what? Like, you know, so like I have, I've created my That's own. That's awesome. You need to keep <laughs> those testimonials. I, I do. I try to keep them now. Like, like, oh, yeah, I need totally. to like screenshot this. But like, um, but I mean, like I started my own little period dance and stuff like that. And especially a baby dance when they get their positive pregnancy test. Um, and it's just like, but the thing is, is like, yes, that's, that's that, that physical thing, right? Like, so that's that to me, like, that's still a branch issue is okay. So you were able to get pregnant and then sustain a healthy pregnancy, or you were able to have a very minor pain or no painful cycle, or, you know, like those are still branch issues. But the thing is, is that through that whole process, it's like, it's, to me, it's this, such a cool experience and an honor in my position to witness this and to hold that space because you have somebody coming in just like you already identified right as you were reading the book um the books like 
yeah, it's like this fragmentation that happens. And the thing is, is that like when you can take the time to come into yourself and to learn this and like through like a site, like I call it a cycle practice, mm-hmm. right? So it's a holistic cycle practice. And um, like at first I was using the term charting and I'm like, nah, it's a practice. Like, <laughs> I, because I think about it like, with yoga or like meditation and, and, you know, they'll say like, it, it's a practice because it's a daily thing. And every time you sit for your yoga practice or for your meditation practice, it's always different. Mm-hmm. So every time you sit, whether it's within, so on a, on a micro level, day to day within a cycle, it's different. If you look at it, now you go up a level and now you look at it cycle to cycle, it's different. And the thing is, is there's no like, there's no like right or wrong or good or bad. What it is, is really listening to what the cycle is telling you. Like, what is it telling you about yourself? Mm-hmm. And as that reflection for you, as you, because then it's like, hmm, maybe I really could have done better by, <laughs> you know, right. making, making food, different food choices or like, oh, this is, this was a very stressful time for me and I probably could have expressed myself better. Um, You know, so it's kind of like all those little things that you have to become involved in during, during a cycle practice. And so like, you know, when I hear the, I just didn't have time for blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, so do you not have time for yourself? Do you want to really evolve? Do you want the change? And so, um, cause if you do, you, you come into this understanding that you're creating it, mm-hmm. so you're creating whatever it is that you're experiencing. So like, what, what is it that you want to actually experience? And therefore, what are you going to do to create that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so good. I, I, cause I think you're so right. There's so many different factors that impact our cycle and what our cycle is telling us about ourselves. I think when I was traveling, um, different time zones in the summer. And um, my cycle came around the same time, but it was like, there was very key, like clear things where it's like, it's like a little, like, little bit late or it's heavier. I'm like, oh, it's because you've been traveling different time zones. And it's, it doesn't know what's going on. And you've been eating differently because you're out of, you know, out of control. Yeah. So just knowing that like you, you, your cycle is like, is a vital sign. It is telling you, telling you something important about yourself is so powerful. So Let's talk a little bit then about, um, I know you talk a lot about, you know, you have a podcast on this, you do a summit on this, all your programs around this, this idea of period bypassing. Mm. So I think, you know, people may hear that and they may assume you're talking about one thing, but actually you may be talking about something else. So just explain to us, what does that mean? Like, what do you mean by period bypassing? Yeah. <laughs> the, I love that you introduced it that way, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> because, because like, you're like, oh, they might think that it's one thing. And then like, there's a meaning behind it. Mm-hmm. Like there's something else. Um, and actually when, as I was like observing and developing the concept, I, it's funny because like everybody hears it and they do have a different meaning mm-hmm. yet when they tell, when I ask like, oh, what did you think? And I'm like, actually that is it. And it's like, I could talk to 20 different people and each of them have something different to say right. about what it is. And I'm like, no, that's it. Like, and <laughs> because it, that's just how much it has infiltrated and the different forms and the faces of it. Right. Mm-hmm. So really period bypassing is the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual harm that is done to girls, teens, and women 
due to lack of education or miseducation about holistic menstrual health. Mm-hmm. And so that is often done um, due to one's own comfort, convenience, and control. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you can see like just within the definition of itself, you can actually see this in different ways and you can experience it in different ways. So if we go back to the introduction of myself, right? And let's break that down. For example, um, period bypass alert, number one, is the miseducation that I had about my cycle mm. and that I was accepting having pain during my cycle that it was like, sometimes it'd be pain. I didn't really want to go to school or I wouldn't go to work. Or if I did make myself go to work, I might be underneath my desk with a space heater kind of pain. Um, Okay. So that's one. Now also let's think about, I'm seeing the doctor before going off to college, right? And um, the whole birth control thing comes up. That's period bypass alert number two. Mm -hmm. (laughs) In that it was really an idea like offered to me because of my mom. So I wasn't like, I was 17. I wasn't 18 yet. Like my mom was the one, she was just like, oh, let's do this. Right. She's, cause she's thinking about me being careful and and everything going up to college. I get that part. Um, But then period bypass alert number three within that same situation was that I wasn't fully informed about the potential effects Mm. of, of the birth control. Right. So I, you know, learned that later when I am now having surgeries with my breast lumps, like breast lump that spread. And then I actually had another one on the other side um, that we, they decided to do a lumpectomy for simply because of my history. Um, So, I mean, that's, that's there too. So, you know, like it comes in those different ways, but like, I just told you, I just named three. Right. Right off the top, just from my own story. Um, but you can see it in, in different ways. You can see it in um, like the education system where curriculum around it is being weaned out if it's not already already out for, um, for children to learn. Um, it's also still within the education system where it's, it's um, pushing their budgets to have pads have underwear to have pants for these girls that may start and they have no idea what the heck is going on or they aren't because they're not aware of their cycle. They don't really know how to, um, they don't know what they're, what they're tracking. They don't know what that means. They don't know when to expect it. So it may still just, she may already be cycling, but have no idea. And then all of a sudden it starts at school again. Um, or better, worse, actually, that parents might know she's cycling, but they don't give her the products. So she's still having to go to the school to get access to products. Um, and for whatever reason, it might be that she may not have access through from her parents, but it's still there. Um, or you look at the menstrual product industry. There's period bypassing alert, period bypass alerts happening there all the time with the chemicals, the fragrances, the synthetics, like all of it that's in these products um, that we are using in, in an area that that mucosal lining is the thinnest type of like, is the thinnest type of cells that literally you can, things go through that layer to enter into our bloodstream. And so you're talking about people using tampons 
Like tampon use last time I checked was still number one as far as what's being used out of the products options. So imagine like all of these things that are just sitting there like in these tampons and it's just sitting there in the, in the vaginal canal and it's just going and just absorbing mm-hmm. to the bloodstream. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it's like, oh, <laughs> right. But then, you know, you want to like have conversations around why did you choose tampons? Right. Mm-hmm. And then even then sometimes that when I hear the conversations, I'm going to say the majority of the conversation um, or the answer to that question is actually because she doesn't even want to see that she's bleeding. Mm-hmm. Mm. So then that to me is a bigger issue because it's like, oh, so really you're trying to turn a blind eye to the fact that you're going to have a menstrual cycle. So that's a period bypass alert in and of itself on oneself. Right. Not embracing like this part. Now, some would argue, and I just saw a thread yesterday. Um, like some would argue like, oh, well, not all of us have these beautiful periods and I suffered from pain and all of this. And, and it's like when I, when these threads happen, it's sometimes it's really, you can't control, right? Like how somebody perceives something, Mm -hmm. um, because how we perceive is going to be from our perception. And, but it's like some, those are the people that I just want to like take their hand (laughs) You know, take their hand and just be like, listen, like, okay, tell, cause tell me what's, what's your story. Like, mm-hmm. tell me your story, what's going on. And I'll tell you, there are so many things. And this is the biggest thing when I, when I say root versus a branch issue dealing with menstrual cycles, root issues are things such as trauma that's mm-hmm. been experienced. Root issues are not being heard growing up. Root issues are being um, emotionally abused. Root issues are thinking that you're struggling and having to fight and be in survival mode. Root issues are trouble during your birth. Like these are root, root issues and they show up in the menstrual cycle. They show up in, we hold, we hold emotions, yes, in our bodies. And so those emotions can be held in various places, obviously, because I focus on menstrual cycles, <laughs> right? That's where I look to see where I see these popping up. Um, but I mean, these are root issues. So right. then when I start to really learn more about who she is and like what she experienced, it's like, let me help you to reframe, right? Right. Like to reframe it. Um, because it's, and it's not to say these things didn't happen. What it is is that it's an attachment to it. Mm-hmm. And like, and, and so in Eastern medicine, how like this is like literally I just recently celebrated um, with the founder of my school. He just turned 95. So I got an opportunity to go and celebrate with him mm-hmm. and like was tearing up in the car because literally if it wasn't for going to that school and starting to see things from this perspective, I definitely would not be able to help in the way that I do now. Um, right. And so for that, I'm f- like super duper grateful. Um, and so like with Eastern medicine, it's been known, like if you look at pathology or reasons, causes of disease, emotion, like I remember seeing this in, in my books, emotion, a mental emotional cause was listed every single 
for every single pathology. And it, I was like, how the heck is it that mental emotional can cause this or mental emotion can cause that? And so I'm like, but it was for everything. And so think about like something, this medicine that's like 5,000 years old, plus they've known the impact that mental mental and emotional capacities can have on one's being and on their physical presentation. And um, like, you know, just thinking about the greater, mm-hmm. greater, greater womanhood and whatnot. Like I have, I say that there's a period bypass alert in, in the feminist movement as well. in some segments of the feminist movement, mm-hmm. um, because, you know, just as much as a lot of people want to complain about the effects and of birth control, hormonal birth control, um, access to that was really pushed by the feminist movement, but did not ask for there to be full disclosure of the effects of it. And so it's like, mm, we need to understand how that even played a role. We need to understand how those subcultures of the feminist movement was like, I, I, can, I can be a man, I'm just like a man. And so now you have this breed of women that are like, well, I'm, I can be a man and I want to do all things that men can, right? So now you completely have turned against yourself and your natural cyclical ways, the natural femininity about yourself. And um, to kind of, to just think that it, the grass is greener on the other side. And um, I think that that is, that all plays a role into, you know, what we've already discussed as far as like the fragmentation that many walk around with. Um, And even though you're fragmented and there's, if you think about like, I kind of think about a giraffe pattern (laughs) for some reason, but like those, those fragments, right? Like you see they're, they're brown, the brown fragments, but then there's all this white space in between. And it's like, because you deep down in your soul and in your spirit, you're, trying to be whole you seek things to fill in those white pathways that's in between those brown spots and but then when you're seeking that it may not be what's for you and so that's where we end up relying on all of these outside things thinking like okay this is for me but it's really not like, because you haven't come and just said, this is, I'm going to fill my white spaces and I'm going to bring all of those patches and bring them into whole. And then you, because then you are able, you're so clear about yourself. You decide and you set healthy boundaries. Like, what is it that's going to be for me? What do I need to add? What do I need to take away? And what needs to change about what's going to stay? Yeah. Yeah, that's, man, I just, you went through so many great things just showing how in different areas um, of our lives, how whether it's we we do this or people do this to us, is this period bypassing just this this idea of of we want to take back, um, uh, you know, and we want to be able to manage our own bodies, but really we have a lot of miseducation around what that even is and what's even the purpose of all of that. So we may unknowingly, unconsciously bypass our own period, bypass you know, and give ourselves our own alerts or. We have all of these root issues, which you're right. Like, I think a lot of, you know, I, I use, I, I teach people a lot about essential oils and had someone recently share with me just how um, she wanted essential oil for something and, um, and it wasn't really working and it was a physical pain. It was like a pain, a muscular pain or something. I was like, well, you know, 
I think I just asked a follow-up question. She's like, well, you know, it could be caused by like, I'm going through a lot of emotional stress. And immediately I'm like, mm. that's it. You know, like, I think we, we try to treat um, a symptom really, but really there's a root behind it. It's like, so there's no oil. There's actually no pain medication or there's nothing that any person necessarily in medicine can do that might take away that it might numb it, it might make you go away for a while, but you really got to deal with the root. Like what's going on? Like what's yeah. going on in your life that is causing this stress that is impacting you mentally is impacting you emotionally and impacting you physically and spiritually. So it's like, and so, but I think that deeper work, we're not, we're actually taught to actually just go to someone who we think knows our body better than ourselves and trust that what they prescribe is better. Mm-hmm. So, and trust that if we just take something or use something, it will go away. And that shows up in every area of our health and body. And it's just not doing well. Like we're not all, <laughs> it's not working because if you're not dealing with the root issue of any problem or any pain. Like for me, like the issue when I was not having my period, it wasn't that, Hey, um, I just need to even eat more. It's like, well, well, you have a broken relationship with your body and food. So you're not providing your body what it needs. And it's telling you that it's like saying, nope, I'm not going to produce any menstruation because <laughs> um, you're not like taking care of me, you know? So um, I just love that you just, you know, you teach women to do that is to be in tune with their body to stop, you know, unknowingly or knowingly bypassing our periods and really just saying, what is, what is it? And what is it trying to teach us? So Tell us then a little bit, I mean, I want to get into a little bit about the seasons um, of your menstrual cycle, but tell us a little bit about how, if someone is like, okay, listening and they're like, man, I've been bypassing my period my whole life. Like, I just, I want to learn more about this. I want to like actually explore what you're talking about. What is the sort of work that you do with your clients, whether it's a program or a course, like, what do you do? Yeah. Um, can, if, can I say something real quick? Oh, you about can say whatever you want. Go ahead. Because <laughs> it, 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 it kind of came to me like really quick and I was like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I want to address that. So the, the lady that, um, but the essential oil and the pain, right? Like um, one of the things that I say is that, because I use, I use oil sometimes in, in, in what I might offer like I said, herbs and even right. supplements yeah. and all that stuff, right? So sometimes, I know she said that it it, may, it didn't work, but actually it did. Mm-hmm. Um, because one of the things that some people don't really think about is that some of those some of those modalities actually help to bring awareness. Right there, you go. And, and so, like, I think that when you, especially when you start to explore the mental emotional aspects of the oils, mm-hmm. um, oh, yeah. and like flower essences and stuff like that, that's like a they, whole other conversation. Yep. Yeah. Like, but that's what they do. They help to engender right. awareness. Mm-hmm. And so I think like, that's really cool that she was able to see that. And then right. like, and coming from that, that's powerful, really right. powerful because she just shifted from, you know, from a place of putting all of her, all of her, um, exploration in, into her pain, she mm. took that back, mm-hmm. like, you know, and, and moved it, shifted from a place of like blame on the outside. Um, and she's not even blaming herself, but it's just like, oh, I, you know what? Like, right. this, this is it. And so, and, and what you were saying too, that's a big part of it is like, it's, it's taking responsibility. And I think that's why so many people um, are okay with just like, let me, let me just stay in this old system of somebody's going to tell me what to do and then I'm just going to take that and then it's going to go away. And it's like, eh, it, it might mask it, mm-hmm. you know, because, and actually things might get worse right. um, o- over time. But like, 
that's it. And that's the thing is that you'd have to accept some form of responsibility and some people aren't ready for that. Right. Um, or that they don't even want to. And, mm. and so like, if that's the case, that's the case. It, I'm just like, just be honest with yourself. Like, because, right. because then that'll help you along the way and help everybody else that you're involving in, in your process. Mm-hmm. The, um, in order for us to help you, you'd have to be able to help yourself. Right. Like, so that's where that comes from. Um, I just had to say that because I was no, like, "No, that was good." No, you're right. You're right. Like <laughs> nothing's wasted, right? Like, it, yeah. I just yeah. Remember, but like, <laughs> you're right. Like, and I think that's the power of you know journeying with someone who who can also who knows the bigger picture and just is sometimes able to ask you a good question and be like, well, "Heck yeah, what's going on?" You know, and it's not like it's literally, and that's why I love coaching because it's not necessarily like I'm telling you what to do. I know a lot, but I'm actually helping you see that you already know what's going on. It's just. Yes. the time to explore it. You know? Yeah. Isn't that like a cool position though? Like awesome. you're asking those. Yes. It's like, you're asking those questions because you're just, they, they know it. It's just right. that they don't know it yet. And so like, right. it's bringing it to them to now, like it's just mad cool. And I'm all about asking questions. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and I remember one time, um, I went away to, um, I went away to, uh, Indonesia for a trip and, um, no, it wasn't Indonesia. It was Mexico. Well, another, <laughs> I don't want to call it, but it's just, I, I think I drank something I shouldn't have drank or ate something I shouldn't drink. And I wasn't as care. It was the beginning of my journey of like, honestly, when I say my health journey, of being aware of my body. And I just remember a lot of people got sick and, you know, just your body's going through different things. And I, I remember, um, uh, coming back to the, to Coleman came in and actually being like, okay, I've been trying to do this with probiotics. I've been trying to do with this, whatever. Cause I could tell it's an infection in my gut. But I just remember like, I'm like, I have a, like, there's a, there's an infection in like the lower part of my intestine. I, I just, just feel it. Like, I know that's what's happening. So I, when I went to the doctor, it was hilarious. And he's like, what do you come today? I'm like, well, um, I think I got food poisoning or infection. And I think it's in my lower intestine. Then he like checks some stuff out and he's like, hmm, I think you're right. And I'm like, hmm, that's fascinating. Right? Like I just, <laughs> I was like, that was the first time that ever happened. And it's, it was the same hospital, different doctor from like 12 years before that, where I went to the doctor and was like, Hey, I'm not having my period. But I just think it's like within 12 years, I had grown to, to know my body and not, don't get me wrong. I don't know everything that's communicating, but I'm aware I'm attuned to it because right. I'm asking myself these questions and um, it's just powerful. So anyways, really cool. so tell us how, <laughs> Tell us how you help your clients do that through the questions that you ask. Yeah. Um, okay. So there's there's different ways <laughs> that yeah. I offer this. There's um, definitely the one-to-one mm-hmm. uh, program. So like in that program, it's it's really like I'm finding that through all of them, I am teaching. There's some form of teaching. Oh, and, yeah. Totally. You know, but with the one-to-one, it's one. It's definitely personalized because mm-hmm. it's going to be just the two of us. Um, and so really kind of assessing where things are at the present moment and then like, well, what is it that you're looking for? And then as we go through this process of making these changes, then we're watching your evolution through the cycle. Um, and so you know, different things might be used to help facilitate that. Um, but it's highly personalized to what it is that I'm seeing with her during that time. Um, also there's the, the mentorship. And so the mentorship, 
It was originally designed to be 30 days. It's probably more likely uh, like a 60 days. I'm, I'm in the middle of transition of transforming it some um, based on some observations with this last round. Um, so it's really more of, let me introduce this. And so it's in a group, it's online. Um, so it's, it's, there's like a self-pacedness about it, but I'm pushing you gently pushing you to keep going. Um, <laughs> um, and so that it's like laying foundations. It's that like, why didn't anybody, see, it's answering that. Why didn't anybody teach me this? You know, or why didn't anybody tell me about that? Or like, I want to do better for my child. So what can I do? Right. And so that's what the mentorship is. It's really geared towards those that are like, I can't, I'm more of a DIY. Um, and as long as you kind of give me this and then I can implement. So it's like, um, the exercises and the activities are there so that you can actually like work through it. And then, but I'm doing live components throughout it to check work, if that makes sense. And, yeah. um, so that way it's like, okay, if something comes up and you're confused about it, then it's like, I'm there. And then you can, we can check in with each other. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the other way is for those that are like, I may be, I may be menstruating. I may not be menstruating, but I'm loving the cause of period bypassing and I just want to learn more. Um, and I just want to, you know, just be aware of like what's going on when it comes to this and I want to help in some way. Then the membership, um, is a great way to do that. So those are my period bypassing revolutionaries. Um, so, so it's like you can join as an influencer for free that I feel like everybody is an influencer in some way, shape or form. So that is a level that would be for you. And that's really just like getting to know like what's going on opportunities for your voice to be heard, um, through surveys and through focus groups and whatnot. Um, and then also if you're like, I do want to help more, um, by financially, then you can do that. And then just know that you're going to get exclusive invitations to things with me. Um, and then what's biggest thing that's built into that level is that you're actually funding scholarships for other girls, teens, and women to be able to take part of the of mentorships or other events that they may not be able to financially afford. Um, so it's a great way to like, just kind of hit forward through your own, I just want to support the cause kind of thing. So those are the three ways. <laughs> Yeah, I, I love that. And I love that there's different ways people can enter and um, enter in and work with you, the different levels that they're at. And so that's just so great. I just love kind of the work you do. So just tell us a little bit um, if someone is listening and they're like, okay, again, um, those, these are the ways to work with you, all that. But they're like, okay, I, you know, they're feeling something because I'm going to be honest, once I've, I remember reading a couple books around hormones and the menstruation and cycle and all of them just start saying like, you might leave feeling very empowered, but also very frustrated. And so, um, <laughs> and I was like, oh, of course that's true. And just like, so what is your like number one tip to people who are like, okay, I'm ready to stop bypassing my period and piece of encouragement. Like what would you say to listeners right now? Give yourself grace. Mm. So um, what that means is kind of like pulling back what I, something else I said earlier, right, is that understanding that this is a practice. And so when you're practicing every day, you sit down with yourself and you are writing down what you're observing about yourself, aka tracking or charting, right? Um, every day 
is a different day. And so you're a different person. So give yourself grace and welcoming that version of yourself at that moment and at that time. And then also um, the frustration that I know that can come up is from that like, okay, well, I'm making these changes, making that changes, but nothing's happening. And, or this isn't going the way that I thought that it would. And the thing is, is once again, give yourself grace. And um, just like that story with the lady in the oils, um, you're employing things and you must give it time. And then also it still works in that it gave you awareness. And so as you, as you are actually sitting down every day and you're reviewing and you're writing out what you observed about yourself for that day, um, then it's also seeing that from cycle to cycle, you're changing and you're a different person. And so when you're offering grace, you're really just saying that you're going to be there and you're going to be present in that moment without any judgment um, and, and simply just coming from a place of observation. I love that advice. I love, love, love. Um, because even for me, like I'm the type of person, again, when I become obsessed with something, I want to learn everything about it and I want to like, learn it within one cycle. Like it's just, I'm going to know everything <laughs> And, you know, and so I just, you know, recently started, you know, using yeah. the, like just tracking the different signs of my cycle, different signs of fertility, mute, you know, mucus, basal body temperature, all that sort of stuff. And it's like cycle two. And I'm just like, I want to, like, oh, I think it's like this. Oh, I know this. And I'm like, no, I don't. Like every time I go into some, you know, fertility community or um, fertility awareness, it's like, whoa, what's oh, I actually didn't know that. So it's like, I have a lot to learn. And I just love that you said, like, give yourself grace and just learning this. And again, you know, um, you probably talk about different methods of really tracking your menstruation, but not every method is for everyone, you know, as I've learned and, and there's no shame in whichever method you choose either. Right. And, but right. I just think I love, um, just the idea of the holistic approach to like just tracking and looking at your cycle, just to learn from it. Well, Let this teacher, you know, yeah. Well, and see, the thing is, is like one, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you may have, have to do this. two parts. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering, cause I'm like, we didn't even get into like this like, <laughs> part and the productivity. We'll have to guys, if you're listening, <laughs> we'll do two parts, but let us finish. In this we have to lay some foundations. Apparently. I know. I know think is good. So we'll do another one. Anyways. <laughs> Um, but I was going to say, and even for yourself, right? Like the thing is, is, is even as you're putting together your own programs, right? right. We may have started out like, oh my gosh, I'm going to show her all of this and like do this. And the thing is, is that it can be too much. Yes. I'm learning that too. Yeah. So it's like, the thing is, it's like, remember that even we, like, as we're providing these services, mm -hmm. it took us years, yeah. right? And so then now as your own personal experience of looking, of going through the, the cycle, right? And charting and whatnot, it's like you want to implement like little by little to observe like, okay, so what is, what's there? What isn't there? What's working? What isn't working? And here's a big thing, big, 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 big thing. When I said time, I, I, I can expand on that. 
when you're making these changes, there are some things that can be changed rather quickly. And like, you can see it rather quickly. Um, like usually things with the gut, like if you don't, if you know you have a sensitivity to cheese, you don't eat cheese, you feel fine. Like something quick like that. But there are other things when it comes to the menstrual cycle that it can take a while. Like it can take like three months to six months for that hormonal baseline to really start to show itself. And so you, that's where grace and patience really mm-hmm. comes into play um, because that's just how long it takes. And understanding that where you are today didn't just happen. So no, years, <laughs> you know? decade actually, but yeah, or more, more, yeah. half my life. Um, yeah. I, I love that. I love that. Just that it takes time. And, and I think, I think even with that, it's having to deal with the the emotions with that. So when you're like, I think a lot of the things that I've learned, even as I'm trying to write my own book, like it's all about just the things I've learned that I literally sat there and been like, how come no one talks about this? And it's just like, I feel this like anger and this sadness and this disappointment and, and how it's impacted me, but how it's impacting so many other women still out there. And I think the immediate response for me is like, okay, I gotta just go do it all. I gotta tell them everything. But that's not how I learn and that's not how they're gonna learn. I gotta just trust that everyone will be ready in their time. But I think it was what you're saying is true. It's that it 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 takes a while to learn all this, but also to deal with the emotions. Like I need to deal with the disappointment that I wasn't taught this. I need to deal with the grief. I need to deal with the anger and then go about my merry way versus like I think sometimes I try to like just learn everything I can so that it's perfect rather than dealing with the fact that like, this is sad. No one's education around this. Right. So yeah, I love what you're saying, like giving, you know, some changes take time and some changes um, could happen overnight. So as we wrap up, cause we will have to do a second episode because I'm like, <laughs> this is so crazy. I just feel like we could do five, but um, <laughs> who knows? Uh, but I would just would like you to share. I know you have a, um, a, an awesome summit that you have available for people around period, period bypassing. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so the Period Bypassing Summit, you can really take part at any time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, we try to keep it funny, but it's, we understand the period bypassing is serious as well, especially to what it causes for, for um, girls, teens, and women. But um, it's really awesome flowversations mm-hmm. with people that have experienced period bypassing. Um, and then, it's not just that they experienced it, but just how it is that it shaped them to be who they are today. Mm-hmm. And for it's for their own betterment and through their own betterment and how it is that they serve others. Mm-hmm. And so you can really see that in all these different and all the different flowversations that were going on from the education system to your self-care practices with candles to um, parenting, like as a parent teaching menstrual, menstrual health, like right. what's that about, you know, um, or even business development. So there's, there's all sorts of um, little sessions that we've all had of really like just going in and talking about it, um, exploring what their experience has been and just not only like, like I said, what, how it shaped them, but then how it is that they show up and then they help others, um, in their line of work or in their volunteerism or whatever it might be. Um, so that others can see, like, you don't have to stay there and here are some ways that you can take some action on it. Right. Right. So good. 
Yeah. All right. So and where I should probably tell you your website. Period. By I was just gonna say oh, I should probably okay. tell you where to get that. Right. Like <laughs> periodbypassing.com. Yep. Periodbypassing.com. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I need it. I was like, oh, I have half my hands on it for you. Um, well, thank you so much. So just to wrap us up, um, can you just tell us also where people can find you on the World Wide Web? So your website, social media, all that jazz. Yeah, so my website is deniciahilton.com. So it's D-E-N-I-C-E-A Hilton, H-I-L-T-O-N.com. And it's at Denicia Hilton on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then, of course, if you're interested in the summit, it's periodbypassing.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and that'll also be the same site for access to the Period Bypassing podcast. Awesome. Yeah. I read the name Tabo podcast. Maybe the next time. Um, <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us for this episode. There will be future episodes. Um, yeah. But yeah, thank you so much for joining us and sharing your heart and everything that you've learned along the way. My pleasure. Thank you. Yeah. All right, everyone. Welcome back to the second part of this episode. So if you listened to the first part uh, with Denicia, we just had so much fun, but we kind of ran out of time. And I just said, hey, can, can we jump back on for 10 or 15 minutes to just talk about this one aspect that I know she has a lot to share about is kind of the different seasons or different parts of our menstrual cycle and how we can just be cognizant of like what they are and like, um, you know, maximize them or actually listen to them, such as maybe there's a time where you should rest more or be more productive. So thank you so much for joining us again, Denicia. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yay. So let's just get right in then. Cause I know you should a lot of good stuff in part one, but like, can mm-hmm. you just tell us a little bit about the menstrual cycle, because we know it's more than just the period. That's just one menstruation. That's just one part. Tell us a little bit about this, uh, the overall different kind of seasons of the cycle. Right. So, okay, first things first, and I think we covered it in the first, um, in the first part. So just want to reiterate that when we're talking about the menstrual cycle versus calling something a period, um, the menstrual cycle is going to be the complete, like from cycle day one to the next cycle day one. So that in its entirety is the menstrual cycle. Um, oftentimes it's, it's confused for the active bleed part and then just saying like, I'm on my cycle and it's pretty much like every day you're in your cycle. So mm-hmm. if you go ahead and just accept that right now, then what we're going to go into will actually make more sense <laughs> and will be easier for you to understand. Um, and so as it as Brian ever introduced, like there is the the phases or seasons um, of the menstrual cycle, and it's really great when you come to use those terms because that means that you understand that it's going to come and go. Right. Right. So that is extremely important to accept as well, and to kind of embrace that because we tend to like push ourselves and and really overwork ourselves to operate um, almost like as if we're these machines, right? Like it's that whole factory thing that happened during that part of our changing from agriculture systems (laughs) into more of this like manufacturing we're in factories and like they studied us, like they studied humans to see when can they be most productive. And Mm -hmm. so I feel like that's where the addiction came from of – productivity mm-hmm. and let's just be productive. Like that's our focus. And so that moved into the space when it comes into women in that women now have this, uh, 
this sense of themselves as needing to be productive all the time. And then there's a, a confusion of what productivity really means. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when we're looking at that, it's understanding that we are cyclical beings Mm -hmm. and we are shifting beings that go through these phases through our cycle. So these phases that happen, there are literally hormonal shifts. Mm -hmm. So this is where I say there is no such thing as hormonal balancing because Mm -hmm. when something is balanced, one side equals the other side. Mm -hmm. When really, when it comes to hormones, it's on a feedback system. So it really is literally listening to messages and responding to those messages. And it's just this constant communication. So I prefer to look at it as more of a harmonizing Mm -hmm. our hormones, right? And improving that communication. So to not only get the hormones to communicate, but for you to even move into an understanding of what's happening with those hormones during these phases so that you can sync to that. Mm -hmm. So that's where the cycle syncing comes in. So like during the first phase, and you know, there's, there's, I, I personally start at least for right now, who knows when you're listening to this and my philosophy might change, but like for right now, I consider the first phase to be when the active bleed starts. So um, during that time, and we'll go, like, I'll go through these so that y'all know, like, and then offer like a few tips and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But, um, like during that first phase during the active bleed, it's like imagining that you really are shedding, mm-hmm. like you're just shedding, you're shedding internally, but then you also can be shedding, um, spiritually. You can be shedding personally. Like it's, it's understanding that it's the time for us to kind of go inward and allow allow this old to be released and not really like holding on to it. So sometimes when people tend to they're reluctant to the change and they just want to hold on and hold on, but then there's a little piece of them that does want change. And then that can create an internal conflict, an internal stagnation. Um, and so that's where the cramping might show up. Right. Because there is that conflict. There is that you trying to, you're like building a dam where your true inner being is saying, I want to express. So it's allowing that to come up. Um, I also find that at that same time, um, simultaneously, biologically, is also where the ovaries are being instructed to begin to mature the next egg to be ovulated. So although you're shedding, you're still now planting almost like a seed, if you will. And so you can use that to begin to create. And so like setting an intention for this cycle, like what is it that you're wanting to bring in and what is it that you're wanting to grow at this point? So then now we'll move into the second phase. And the second phase, I mean, like, I'm not necessarily using cycle days right now because um, intentionally because everybody's cycles are different in their, right. in their lengths. Um, of course, healthy cycle guidelines for me is between, like, the rough, like, 28 to 32 days um, long. But when you are moving into that second phase, it's where the, the bleed is, is stopping – and then now 
it's really calling on a time to continue to water, like to continue to water that seed that you planted, that intention that you set. And so during that time, some might say that they are fatigued and because they were so fatigued, they may have bled a lot. And so then you'd really want to make sure that you're filling yourself up. You're nourishing yourself at this time too, of things that's going to help with blood production. Um, some might even remark that they aren't necessarily like full clarity, I will say, like in their head and mentally. Um, and that's because the mind is housed in the blood. Mm-hmm. So you just lost blood, but then now what do you want to do is go ahead and support the newness to support mm-hmm. the refilling of that, right? And then therefore you're supporting the mind mm-hmm. as well. Um, and so during that time, say during the first phase and you're like, I'm just going to eat, like, I just feel like I want to eat a bunch of sweets and whatnot. Mm -hmm. That can actually aid to that fogginess Mm -hmm. that you feel later on. So you want to try to fight that as much as possible and um, just really try to keep yourself as clean as you can. Cause right now you're just, you're literally cleaning out shop. So you want to actually try to keep it clean. So you want to introduce foods that are are going to be the cleaner foods because at this point, as you're watering, it's building up and building up, building up into this creative space, building up into like your charm, your schmooze into just exuding confidence. Right. And so this is a time where I, I end up saying like, yeah, we all want to like go and hang out <laughs> at this point. <laughs> you want to hang out. We might end up like working a lot more or we might feel like we're more productive during that time um, because we're just like on fire. Like mm-hmm. we have this amazing hormonal shift that's just building and building and building and you're riding that wave. But then you also want to be very conscious and aware that you don't overdo it. Mm-hmm. So this is where I feel like, it starts that like that whole I'm feeling so awesome and I'm doing this and that and the other that you're like, I want to repeat it. And so then we start beating ourselves up because we feel like we can't repeat that day or that time frame every day. And I'm here to tell you that you don't have to like, (laughs) you don't Mm -hmm. have to really do that. However, if you know that that's when you're, that's your peak time, that's when you start scheduling accordingly. And then knowing ahead of time that oh, this is going to be a phase, then you can prepare yourself by not being so hard on yourself the other times in your mm-hmm. cycle. Okay. So like, is all this like, are you, are you wanting like any, do you have any questions or feedback or anything like that? Cause I feel like I'm just kind of like going on. No, that was great. Okay. Okay. I'm taking a lot of notes right now. (laughs) Okay. So then like we move into phase three, which is after um, the ovulation time period. And so for those that are like, I'm not trying to get pregnant or anything like that. um, It's fine. It's totally fine. And then for those that are trying to, they're hoping that they are pregnant. um, This becomes a time of a lot of stress. And because they're just counting down, waiting and waiting and waiting to be able to take this pregnancy test or to check their BBT charts and seeing this change, right? Um, And did you see how it almost kind of leads right into that PMS time? Right, yeah. Right. So 
after that like high energy of phase two, we start to almost like slow down. And it's, and if you think about it, it's kind of like, well, if there really, if there really was conception and like now we have this, this little plant being that's looking to be rooted, mm-hmm. but it, that means it needs to start going inward. It needs to start going into its soil. Mm-hmm. So that means that we are going to start to feel like we're going slower because there's a lot of power that's going on. There's a lot of transformation that's happening even in that planting. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so that's why like when you eat sprouts, right. The sprouts that don't, that'll happen. Like there's a lot of juice and a lot of extra, 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 extra vitamins and nutrients and minerals that's coming out of sprouts because there was so much power going on just waiting to just pop out. Right. Mm -hmm. So, but it needed to go inward first and you had to allow that time for all of that to happen. So during phase three, that's where it's happening. You're starting to feel, let me go inward. Let me like, let me examine closely what's happening in my life. The, the shifts, the hormonally that happened then is that you tend to become more clear about more detail oriented things and including relationships. And so you might start thinking like you're kind of crazy to be questioning a relationship that you might have with somebody, but this might be the phase that you address some things with them. It might be the phase that you're prepping to let go of that relationship. It could even be prepping to let go of something associated with like whatever food choices that you're beginning to make or whatever it is that you're wanting to change that you set that intention for, this is going to be the time to really like get that plan together of implementation. Um, And then allow yourself to slow down, lighten the load. You may not want to be around people as much either, which is totally fine. So you just use this time to work on more of like the paperwork stuff and more behind the scenes things. And then as you feel like you're ready to talk to others you have you can do that it just may not be as much as it was in five in phase two um and so now that as we move into phase four um i feel like this is where if you didn't really if you didn't really honor one through three and all of those changes this is where you really see it happening this is where you really see that there was some disconnection that was there um, because that's often where you see like the breast tenderness, the bloating, the irritability, the frustration, and where it's unpleasant at the same time, it's beautiful because it's letting you know that there are some conflicts and you, it's calling and asking you to address these conflicts, these conflicts that you might have with yourself and other parts of yourself that you might be unhappy with, um, in that it's inviting you to explore that, to go just a little bit deeper. This is when he does go a little bit more deeper and just saying like, what is it that I need to let go of? This irritability is this irritability with oneself, like as the inner being trying to come out more and more and more, like, where are you not allowing that to happen? And then are you shamed? Are you shaming yourself for something? Are you guilty or feeling guilty about something? Um, whatever it is, 
the uh, explore self. And then also it's an opportunity for you to explore yourself with others, like in, in that relationship. And so like that frustration actually might be things that you just didn't feel comfortable addressing uh, beforehand, but now it's wanting you to express that. And I think that it's our responsibility to understand that we play a role in how it is that we communicate. It's two way, right? Mm -hmm. So you might be frustrated, but there's definitely room to understand that you are just more clear about what it is that could be frustrating you. And so therefore the way that you communicate that can actually be in a more calmer way or even seeing that you might potentially lash out and it's like not lashing out because then whatever it is that's frustrating you is not going to come across and whatever changes you're hoping for isn't going to go very well Mm -hmm. because of simply because of presentation. So it's like understanding that this is the time that, yeah, like, I am more sensitive and yeah, I actually need to just own up to, I am frustrated when so like he might not take the trash out during another time period and you were really nice and sweet with it before, but this time you're just kind of like, nah, not so much. Right. Right. And so like, this is a time I, I really feel like you can really clear out just go and clear out some of the stuff that could be holding you back from your next version of yourself that's coming up in the next phase. Mm. So good. I dedicated like a small extra scrap paper and then I'm like, it's all over because there was just so (laughs) many notes. I was like, she just said this from the overflow guys. So um, (laughs) I just think it's beautiful because I've been reading some stuff about those different phases and I love how you just connected it to not just again, what's physically happening, what's, but what's emotionally, mentally, spiritually, all those things because they're so connected, whether it's, you know, it's the active bleed and really how you're letting go and you're shedding and you're preparing for ovulation and it's very easy to overdo it. And then after ovulation, it's kind of like if, that's the time where if women are trying to conceive, they're checking all kind of stuff. And then how then in the fourth phase, it really does show up if you're not caring for yourself in the first one to two, three. And I know this is something, you know, as we wrap up too, because we have so much good stuff, we could probably do a summit, which I know you do <laughs> on this. But um, just as we wrap up, tell me a little bit. I know this is something that you cover in your one-on-one mentorship. So tell us a little bit more detail about what your one-on-one mentorship is, who's it for, and kind of like what you do. Um, with women when you work with yeah. them. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Um, so with the the cycle thinking mentorship, there's um, three tiers to it where, you know, it's if you're the type that's like, yeah, I want to go in and kind of learn it as I go along and then, you know, uh, I'm going to apply some changes and then just kind of see what happens. Um, <laughs> and I barely need like anybody to kind of help me personally mm-hmm. with it. Um, that's like the base tier and it's, you're coming in and I, it's video recorded um, online training of really learning how to observe and then begin to sync with your cycle. Um, and then as you move up in the, to the tiers and you're like, I just really need some more accountability and more personal attention. And that's available there too. Um, but covering all of the tiers is, yeah, just really going in and learning like, you, you kind of mentioned it too, just as far as like going in and tracking, right? Like what Mm -hmm. are we supposed to be really, what are we really supposed to be tracking and encouraging you to really embrace 
and embody holistic menstrual health. So that's why I went into the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual, because it's all in there. And like, that's all you. And it's really seeing that this cycle is a reflection and it's letting you know, you know, like what is actually going on um, with your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. And so to really see it in that reflection, I think that's where it's the most powerful for long-term and sustainable support. Like you already have the support. It's more like just look at the mentorship is helping you to be able to tap into that support and then sync with it. Yeah. And I love that you, you have the different options too. Cause I think that's what I try to have available for my, for my clients. Like sometimes you have your do it yourself people or you're in a season where you're like, I know I need to just go it on my own pace. I would love to do more, you know, hands on deck, but I just don't have the capacity, but I don't want to wait. But then, you know, you, you know, so there's different levels. And I think the biggest thing I just want to communicate after like hearing you and learning about hormones, having all these other women in these series, teaching a class, it's like, take action now, whatever it is. And if, it is worth the investment. Your body, your, your, your menstrual cycle is worth the investment. And so whatever phase you're at, maybe some of you are listening and you're like, I've been there and it's over. But you know, it's kind of like a, how do you care for yourself in that phase? It's a new phase. There's still things that you need to be doing. And so wherever you're at, um, ladies, I just really pray that you've listened to Denise, you've listened to the other uh, ladies and have just, um, to make it made a decision to take action in some way, whether it is a do it yourself course, whether it's applying the things you've learned on these podcasts or whether it's working one-on-one with someone, um, whatever it is, it's, it's time to take action. So Denisia, thank you so much for part two. I was just yeah. so glad I had, I'm just like, I cannot live with myself. Like literally I was like, I cannot live with myself if she doesn't share part two. So <laughs> I was like, she needs to share part two. So I'm so glad. I'm so glad. So thank you so much. I'll be sure to link all of your show notes again from the part one, but tell us a little bit just briefly where people can find you on the web if they wanted yeah. to look you up. Awesome. Sauce. So you can totally find me on my website, which is deniciahilton.com. So it's D-E-N-I-C-E-A and then Hilton.com. And it's at Denicia Hilton on Facebook and Instagram. And then also catch me on the Period Bypassing podcast. You can also catch Brianna's episode up there soon. So um, (laughs) yeah, it's anywhere, you know, and I I want to say iTunes. Oh my gosh. But Apple podcasts, is there anything? Stitcher, all of that. But yeah. you can easily access everything from denisehilton.com. Awesome. Thank you so much. And everyone, yes, be sure to check out the show notes, listen to the sponsor and check out Denisia's stuff. Okay. Bye everyone. That's a wrap. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Healthy Body Podcast. I'm so honored to be with you each time you listen. All right, a couple things before you go. Please rate and review and subscribe to the podcast. The more people that do that, the more feedback I get, but the more people that can see this podcast. So wherever you're listening to it, subscribe to it there. Second thing is, if you would like to call in and leave a voice message in the form of a question or your, even your review, feel free to do that through the Anchor app. Just go to my podcast after you download the Anchor app from your app store, go to where it says voice message and you can leave it there. Third thing is if you would like to uh, support this podcast and it's ongoing, uh, you know, podcast episodes and the guest episodes, 
Well, feel free to do that. There are now There's now an option through the Anchor app that you can do that. You just go to Anchor and click listener support and there's three different levels that you can support the ongoing work of this podcast. And fourth thing is, stay tuned briefly as I mention again the sponsor of this podcast. Without sponsorships, both sponsors that I do as well as other people do, this podcast would not be possible. All right, tune in for the sponsor and I'll see you on the next episode. Just a reminder that this podcast is sponsored by my Balance Your Hormones Naturally Masterclass. This is a free masterclass on October 15th, 2019, where together we will learn what hormones are, how they easily get in balance, and how you can balance them through lifestyle changes and things such as essential oils. So all you got to do to join us is go to madewell345.com slash hormones, madewell345.com slash hormones, find out all the details there, enter your name and email, and join us live. You can either join us on Facebook or through Zoom. So there's tons of options for you to be able to join us get the coaching you need and the support you need and also find out about a special offer around my one-on-one coaching program that you can take me up on and get support in your hormones your weight loss journey and your healthy body journey all right now it is time for me to say goodbye but i hope to see you on the next episode and i hope to see you in the master class all right bye